<laughs> you literally just officially started the podcast. Uh, that's the first thing I'm gonna do. That's the cold open right there. Yeah, Celine burps. <sighs> Sweet. <laughs> Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome to another episode of As Woo Woo As You. Wow. Hi. Hi with Floral Hill. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> you like looked at me. You like, ruined so the surprise, Celine. Something. <laughs> <laughs> just we've been talking. It was just a thing. Yeah, that's okay. Usually we say with Celine and Jeremiah, and then. And then. Me. But now everyone knows. <laughs> well, should I go? Yeah, you should leave. Okay. See you later. Well, this is exciting. So this is completely uh, just something that happened in the past couple days. Yep. Uh, we have another guest, our third guest, Laurel Hill. Hi. And Laurel and I got connected through Instagram through a mutual person who uh, you guys live in Missoula. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Laurel does, drum roll please. Human design readings. <gasps> yeah. So my friend told me that you do the human design readings and I was like, and that we should connect. And I was like, that's a great idea. We should yeah. totally do that. See if you so, want to be on the podcast. Yeah. And, and Selena and I were talking about it and we both don't know a Very, lot about. Very like nada. Not that much design. about it. So that's why you're here. Because yeah. <laughs> we want to know more. <laughs> and we want to know more about you. And um, I mean, I've heard a lot about human design. Our friends introduced yeah. us to human design like not too long ago. And so. Yeah. I just like very lightly dipped the toe. Ditto. Yeah. They took a course. Yes, they did. Yeah. With, I don't know who. With- that's a good, we should have found that out. Yeah. With a guy. With a guy? Yeah. With a guy. Not the dude. Wasn't it with the no, dude? he's dead. No, no, no. He's dead. It was some guy. I was actually going to take, it was like a two-day thing sometime in March, and then I just like didn't get it together, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. Well, I mean, the beautiful, beautiful thing about human design is that you really, like you could take a little brief course and have like a pretty good understanding of your own personal chart, like the key ingredients that you need, but then you could also like study it for the rest of your life and just go like deeper and deeper and deeper. And so is there like like, a book? Do you have a book? I mean, there is a, yeah, there is a book that's like a textbook. Um, and, uh, God, I wish there were more like really good books. There are several, the best one is like the main one. I think it's called the science human design, the science of differentiation. And it's actually by the main guy who like brought the system in. His name is Ra Uruhu, not not the name he was born with. Um, <laughs> yeah, did you, could you have guessed? Well, I, I don't know. Actually. <laughs> right. yeah. Could go either Selena way. Selena some interesting people. Yeah, like, right. yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, like, tell us about how you got into it. I 
think it was actually um, a couple years ago. Do you guys know Lacey Phillips, who does yes. like the manifestation? Yes, the expanding yes. podcast. Yes, yeah. yes. So um, she started <clears throat> raving about Jenna Zoe and human design, and I was like, okay, like I love everything woo, um, and I love any kind of like deeper, like any deeper way of getting to know yourself and like how you move in the world. So I was like, okay, human design, what is this? And I found out I was a projector and, you know, really started getting into the nitty gritty of what that means. And we're kind of oddballs in society. The projector. Currently. Yes. People. Um, yeah. It's really like more of a generator world that we live in right now. I mean, which is amazing. You guys are generators. Um, you know, you like literally power the world. Um, projectors okay. don't. Hold. Okay. Pause. We need to back up. <laughs> okay. Because there's some people on, on this episode right now who are like, what? What the hell is the happening? fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. So I want, I, I think we both definitely want to know more about your path, but if you could just for the lay person, someone sure. like your mom, because okay. my mom's listening to it. My dad's listening to uh, it. Me too. My sister's listening to it. There are a bunch of people who are, they're like, I don't know what human design is. Right. Can someone please explain that okay, for me? Perfect. So, um, again, the more I learn about human design, the more I'm like, how the hell can you like squish this into like a tiny elevator pitch? Mm. But like the standard description would be that it is a system, um, that combines elements of astrology, the I Ching, Kabbalah, the chakra system, quantum physics, biochemistry, genetics. And it kind of gives you this map of your own personal energetics and like the way you move through the world. So you can kind of like see, okay, like this is who I am and this is what I'm good at. And the reason that I do these things actually makes perfect sense, even though, you know, your conditioning or society might tell you that that's not the right way, but whatever feels like innately correct for you is actually exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Um, And my dad actually came up with the best explanation that I've heard because he, um, I'm from Georgia and, you know, in his work, he deals with some more conservative Georgia people. And mm-hmm. I think he was probably like, okay, like, how am I going to describe what my child does to <laughs> other people? And he was like, so basically it like helps you get out of your own way. And I was like, yes, that's wow. perfect. Oh. Totally that's is, yeah, a very <clears throat> concise way of putting it. Thanks, Dad. I mean, I think it's a good follow-up because our last episode was with Leslie. Right. Yeah, she's amazing. And so we talked about astrology, birth charts, Mm -hmm. your design. And it seems like this is very much in that vein, being a projector, being a manifester, maybe is almost akin to being like a Capricorn. Yeah, I find that a lot of, yeah, like a lot, actually a lot of projectors are Aquarians, I find. Um, Just a little pattern that pops up. But also during readings, um, people often will say like, oh, I just had a natal chart reading and this is like mirroring everything that was said in that chart reading or even Akashic Records readings. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot Mm -hmm. of people who will have just had a reading and they're like, you're telling me all the exact same things which is really cool because like all I have to do is just like look at this chart and like interpret it um yeah it is it is amazing so can you that was a great explanation by the way definitely that was like perfect so it's kind of like a uh now I'm now I'm not doing as good of a job (laughs) of explaining it but it's like it's like not even not a modality but it's like a personality 
matrix of personality matrices. Matrices. Kind of. Yeah, like there is actually, there's two sides to the chart, actually. There's like a personality side and then more of a um, quote design side where it's like more deeply embedded in your body and you might not even be aware of things that you're doing. Um, okay. Whereas you're going to be more aware of the things on your personality side, but they're both like super important, which right. is why I really like this. Like Enneagram I think is really cool, but I love, um, or, you know, Myers-Briggs. It's like mm. similar to that, except for in those modalities, you're like going, you know, your answers or whatever type you are is based on like your own answers of like who you think you are. And this is really just like, okay, this is actually who you are. Like, and it yeah. usually lines up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like, I like that it, you know, works and like that. So are there like, you know, within let's say astrology or Myers-Briggs, you know, there's like 12 different kind mm -hmm. of archetypes, personality types. Sure. Does this system follow that too? Or are there like, you know. Yeah. 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 There are four main types. Um, this is actually a bit of a controversy in the human design world. Um, okay. Let's talk about yeah, it. There are, um, <laughs> so Ra, the guy who um, he actually channeled all this information. Yeah. Um, can you explain that? Because I, I yeah, read about definitely. that in the 70s, right? Um, no. 87. 87. Does he also have books? He the wrote, raw material? No, that's different. That's the law of one. <sighs> oh my god, yeah. I almost lost my mind. I know. No, you. I mean, there's like a lot. The more I get into this, in fact, well, I, I have to. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> just like, just like a side note. Yeah. When Laurel and I were on Instagram, you know, I told her about the podcast. She's like, okay, let me check you out. There's like this weirdo just like you know messaging <laughs> me on Instagram, yeah. and then she saw, you know, she started listening to our first episode. And she was like, really digging the first episode. Honestly, like the fact that you tag Bashar in the episode <laughs> was like the selling point. And I was like, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. He's my guy. <laughs> I love Bashar. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Well, we could talk Bashar. about that. But but wow. for those no, people who don't know, Bashar, I think we've mentioned it before. But yes. Bashar is someone who has He's been an alien. channeled yes. by, by Daryl. Yeah. Hannah. Hannah. So, um, anyway, anyway, but sorry. let's go back to okay. Ra. Let's go back to okay. another channel. Okay. So, Ra uh, downloaded this information in 1987. He basically um, was already kind of living this, like, weird life in Ibiza. Um, and of course, right? <laughs> so he comes back to this like actual ruin that he lives in. And, um, you know, there's like a light on under his door that is locked and he has the only key that's like this, you know, ancient like key from like the 1800s or whatever. So he's like, okay, obviously I'm the only one who can get in here. What's going on? I don't have any kerosene for my lamp and there's a light. So he walks in and there's this voice and um, I mean, there's like actually a lot, gosh, I don't even know where to go from here, but um, okay, make it short. The voice was like, are you ready to work? And for the next eight days, he basically had this encounter with this, um, I mean, something that mm -hmm. like transmitted this information like into his body. So, you know, thereafter, it's not like he just like learned it all at once. It sort of like became a part of him, which is why he was able to continue transmitting this information. But, um, and this is where I kind of like lost my shit this week when I heard about it. Um, so he describes the voice as like a 155 year old cigar smoking woman and what? which just happens to be the interval of time um since helena blavatsky died like are you guys familiar with um the no. theosophical society no no okay well it was this um 
you should do an episode about this. It's fascinating. Okay. Uh, anyway, it was um, it was a big thing, like a sort of esoteric society back in, I guess it would have been, well, I don't know, what's 1987 minus 150, like early 1800s? Yeah, 1832? Um, maybe. I'm not very good at math. She's like this wild, I mean, her mythology is just bananas, but um, just the fact that like when I made that um, connection, I was like, oh, holy shit. And then her. there was someone else on the internet who... Like, I think someone posted about it in a human design Facebook group I'm in where they were like, someone says that Ra is the reincarnation of one of the founding members of the Theosophical Society, which, okay. I mean, this is not cool. going to be very impressive to you if you, like, aren't, you well, know, Well, no. it's but... not not impressive. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So okay. he, so he basically in eight days channeled this information. Yes, yeah, and then kind of sat on it for a while because he was like, people are going to think I'm like batshit crazy. I don't really want to be the person to bring this into the world. And then slowly was like, I'm gonna <sighs> and he's gonna do it. Not alive anymore. No, unfortunately, he is not. He's alive. not alive. Okay. No. When did he pass? Do you know? Oh gosh, you know I should know this, and I actually don't. Oh, okay. I think sometime in the um, it could have been like 2000. 10 also pretty um, recently yeah not, not so this is like ago. sort of from the mid he got all this information in the mid 80s yeah right 1980 like it was january 1987 is when it came in cool. and there was something happening at the same time i mean there was like so many crazy synchronicities and like yeah. deeper little parts of this information um but yeah huh basically okay eight days I kind of Oh, he 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 passed away March 12th, 2011 in Ibiza. Yeah, of course. I love that he's like from Ibiza. Yeah. Well, he actually I think is Canadian. Of course he's Which Canadian. I could be again. I could, I could completely be wrong on that count. But um or maybe American, but I feel like Canadian and he was I think just kind of a normal dude and then he was like Fuck, the, fuck all this. I'm going to a visa. And, and like learning about nice. yeah. the human design. Yeah. That's really wow. cool. Yeah. It's very cool. It is very cool. So, and now you got into it, like you said, a couple of years ago. Yes. Um, yeah. Through Lacey Phillips um, talking about Jenna Zoe. And then when I learned I was a projector and kind of was also going through this thing where it was like my, I make jewelry as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really love it, but also was getting to the point where it's like totally burning me out, like over and over and over and over again, like constant adrenal fatigue and stress and just like wow. wasn't working. And I was like, oh my God, being a projector, like this totally makes sense. I started like applying it to my own life and like everything changed, mm. you know, it's like so such a cliche where it's like, oh my God, everything just like started flowing. And I mean, it's pretty cool. That it's, is cool. It's pretty. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> cliche or not, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, like it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, and it certainly hasn't been like completely easy the whole time. Like there's a lot of it's sure. difficult to like give up, you know, what you think you know and to try and live in a new you know, quote, more aligned way, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah. shit, it works. So, wow. Yep. Here we are. <clears throat> and so now you teach and well, you give readings or are you, I would, I actually do want to do workshops soon, Okay. but, um, right now I just do readings, you like just do readings. kind of like basic foundational, you know, and, um, 
So what, like, information do you need from the person to do a reading? Exactly the same as a natal chart reading for astrology. So where you're born, your birth date, and then your exact time of birth. Like, the closer you can get. Um, Because it's not just... Um, you know, in astrology, you can kind of, there's a little more wiggle room than Mm -hmm. human design where there's like a bunch of stuff like underneath these layers Mm -hmm. that you really want to be as accurate as possible. Um, I mean, you could still get really amazing information if you have it like fairly close. Hmm. Yeah. You're talking like literally minutes. Minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So I haven't seen, I saw one chart. I can pull. I was gonna say I can pull up my chart, but now I'm just, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna come up. But before we talk about the charts, I'm well. Maybe it's time to bring up the charts. I mean, I, I want to talk so. about the archetypes. Yeah, you know, just to be like, what? I'll pull it up. What does that look like? What do the different types look like? Yeah, or... because I don't really have any info on it besides like I think I'm a manifesting generator. Which, which is amazing. I don't even know like what that means. Energizer bunny. Um, An energizer bunny. I mean, you can be. Um, so you're, you're actually, a manifesting generator is kind of where that like controversy I was talking about earlier oh, comes okay. in because some people say that there are five types and oh, okay. manifesting generators being like their own separate thing. And some people, including raw, are like very clear about their only being four types and gener- oh. like you're a type of generator. Um, certainly with like, you know, your own energetic differences, but I mean, every single person in the world is like, you know, so different from everyone else. Um, so wait, when is your actual birth date? Mine? Yeah. February 12th. So you are an Aquarius. I am an Aquarius. Okay. Yes. And then you find that a lot of Aquariuses are projectors. Yeah. I think every single Aquarius has been a projector. Um... Which is, you know, could just be a really insane coincidence. Yeah. Um, or not. I don't know. What are you? Oh, you're a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Um, I think I only notice when I read for Aquarians because it's like my own. Yeah. So this, you pulled so up your chart. I pulled up my chart. Okay. But so, so if we could just do the overview. So there are four. Yes. Okay, so we'll types. start with manifestors because um, they're really the only type that are here to like initiate new things, to bring new things into the world, which sounds crazy when you first hear it. No, but, um, not at all. I'm <laughs> they, like, I'm with you. Okay, Go yeah. on. perfect. Totally. Um, so they can like think about something and just be like, okay, that's, I'm going to like bring this thing into the world and like really make it happen and get it going. That's not to say that like we all can't do that. Um, but like, for example, with this business I started, like when I was kind of just sitting back and letting everything flow, it was all really easy. But then as soon as I started to be like, oh my God, okay, this is my career. I'm going to like start building it up. Like it really started to become like a massive, massive struggle. Mm. Like it was still a success technically, but I was like in hell. Mm. So, you know, it's like we can make other stuff happen. We can embody like any of these energetics. It's just like our human design chart can tell us where we actually can flow versus struggling. Um, And even if you're doing something you think you want to do, like make jewelry, for example, um, you know, maybe it's a clue if you're struggling that that's not actually what you want to do. So then you have to like let that go, which is its its own horrible terrifying thing but once you get over that you know you can move into this like amazing space of synchronicity and 
magic and stuff actually just does like kind of flow. It's great. I mean, that's kind of how I ended up here. It's how I ended up at Maha Rose. Like it's crazy. It just happened. Um, so interesting. I'm sorry. What was the question? So, so no, that's okay. So that's, <laughs> okay. those are manifestors, people who are here to, to create things. Yes. On, on yeah. They really can like bring things into reality. Um, and again, with the manifesting piece, um, just the language of this, like we can all manifest, you know, shit into our lives. Right. Does it mean yeah. that if you're not, right. you're that's not kind of like a different Just because you're not a manifestor thing. doesn't mean you can't make an omelet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> well put. Um, and then just... You're so proud of <laughs> I thought of it. Oh my God. So generators um, really are here to use this like powerful sacral energy center that you have um, okay. where you can like work really all day long as long as you're doing something that lights you up that you really love doing and you feel really satisfied by what you're doing. Um, Whereas the rest of us, you know, we can work in spurts and then we need like a ton of rest. Mm. But as generators, you have this like motor that as long as you're using it to respond to the world around you, it's going to be like a really visceral yes or no response. And as long as you're following that, like, you know, for the podcast, maybe you guys like, I don't know, we're listening to a podcast podcast or I don't know in some way you know you felt this like response in your body like yes like that's amazing so you know then that was kind of your cue to like go out and start working on this podcast versus just like sitting around oh uh, oh right because we're so for for, I think we had said it but we're Selena and I are both manifesting generators I don't remember to be honest right I want to say yes though let's say yes for the sake of so that's like this combo Yeah, personality a little type, bit which of a combo. Is the well, you were saying it's a little one. controversial. Wait, but before, okay, and then what are the other two? Um, okay, so there's projectors, which is me, which um, are... They sound fun. <laughs> I, it sounds like a fun mm, one. I'm like, <laughs> I kind of wish I was. Is not Obama a projector? Obama is a projector. I heard about that. Yes. How did you know that? Oh, Barry, I'm, I miss I, him so much. <laughs> I think I... I think I heard it. I don't know. Maybe it okay. was the Lacey Phillips podcast. Kind of I don't remember. Yeah. Okay, so he's a projector. Yeah, so projectors are really good at, like, having this, like, special niche where they can really, like, see into a system or especially can be good at, like, seeing into the energetics of other people and how other people work and how things can be more efficient. Just being really good at being, like, leaders and guides as far as, um, you know, they even would make, like, a good CEO where they can just or kind of, like... President. Or a president. where. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like that was like way too much work for a projector to be doing. For, um, for Barack? Yeah, well, just when you look at like pictures of him at like the beginning and at the end, oh, it's like, oh man, yeah. you just like ran yourself into the ground, which is kind of what projectors what his do is. in this world. Which mm. interesting. Is, I was talking to myself. Oh, okay, cool. What did you say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> you need me to edit that out? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so projectors are are prone to kind of running themselves into the ground. Yeah, bit. because we really are conditioned to be in this world where we're supposed to like go 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 after everything that we want, and there's like a lot of other potentially open centers that can cause that to be exacerbated. Where mm-hmm. we're trying to like just do what we can't do and be who we're not, and um, like work to prove our value, even though we really aren't here to be able to work eight hour days, which, um, you know, can be like, my husband is a manifesting generator and I'm a projector and he definitely makes jokes all the time about like, 
me being tired after like two hours of work and he's like oh because you're on projector <laughs> like like i can get out of doing shit because i don't have oh, enough energy that's, <laughs> that's funny. really funny but he actually has this like the super powered like very manifestory manifesting generator channel which i mean chances are y'all might as well um but it is very much like a channel of busyness and then i have this like i just need to chill all the time um I love hanging out though. Yeah, yeah. I so. think everyone should. I'm glad that you I do. That. I love alone time too. Yeah, oh Just yeah. Hanging. It's probably in your chart. Hanging's yeah, good. Um, okay, so, manifester, projector, generator. generator, including manifesting generator. Okay. And then reflectors, which are the rare type. There's only, I've met, I mean, I'm sure I've met more, but I've only officially met like one reflector ever. Wow. Um, and they are really the people who are, I mean, it's kind of like what they sound like. They are completely open in their body graph and they really kind of reflect the world around them. Mm. So it's going to be really important for them to be in a place that like kind of makes them feel like the best versions of themselves. Okay. Um, and they can kind of like be a barometer for how everything is going because they are reflecting mm. their community. So you've only wow. really met one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're super rare. Interesting. So I'm actually a, a little confused about the difference between a manifester and a generator. So the manifester can bring things into reality just like, you know, thinking about something that they want to do and it is or not even actually that's I shouldn't even say it like that it's really more of just like a feeling or something that just like pops out of their mouth and they're like I have to do this thing like this is what I'm doing and like bringing that into the world mm -hmm. like without having any sort of reaction to the outside world whereas a generator like is has a more like warm enveloping aura where you're kind of like bringing everything into you and this response mm -hmm. mechanism is like your body's um almost like armor where instead of like agreeing to everything or like overworking yourself like you're being really selective about what it is that you're responding to so whatever it is that you feel your gut being like yes this like know that um <clears throat> that is what you're gonna follow okay. versus just being like you know letting your mind be like you know jeremiah you should do this or like celine you should definitely do this today because of like a b c d e whatever um, yeah. You know, I mean, like, well, what does my body feel like? About so that? when you're talking about that, what do you mean? Like, is that part like looking at this chart, you have your inner authority, which is on a like for Jeremiah, it's emotional solar plexus. OK, so, so is that what you mean when you're like and then your response system? So for generators, you all have this sacral like gut response like a very visceral like um they describe it as like an mm -hmm or like uh-uh noises like where mm. they're actually like guttural sounds if you feel like you make those but often manifesting generators um i mean the you know that's not across the board but right. you might feel your body like being drawn to something or like repelled by something um or just kind of like an excited feeling in your body so you're always yeah. going to want to listen to your gut mm -hmm. and then for you, you have another layer and potentially you too, if you have emotional authority on top of that, you're going to want to like, instead of acting immediately, take it through this emotional wave um, that you're always creating okay. where you might wake up one day feeling like super great and you might wake up another day feeling just kind of shitty. And instead of like applying any sort of value to that or 
um, you know, thinking that there's something wrong or that you have to like pull yourself out of it, just being like, that's fine. I'm going to like wear comfy clothes today and maybe just watch Netflix and like do whatever feels good. Um, and really like letting yourself like sink into all those highs and the lows. Those but waves. before you make a big mm. decision, you're going to want to like sit with it for a minute and take it through that wave and come to a place of clarity or at least feeling like less nervous Got about you. something. And that's a manifesting generator thing or are you literally looking at my chart right now? And you're that's, that? <laughs> that's an emotional authority thing. Okay. So there's two parts basically. Like again, you could go into your human design chart like for the rest of your life and dig so deep and keep going. But if yeah. there, if you master two pieces, basically everything else falls into place. And the first is the strategy, which as generators, it's going to be wait to respond instead of going out and trying to like make shit happen, like struggling to like use your energy for things that don't light you up or out of obligation. I mean, and of course as humans, like we all have to do that occasionally. But for the most part, you want to be like really satisfied with what you're doing and wait to respond versus like going out there and trying to make stuff happen. And then um, the authority is how you make decisions. Mm -hmm. So for you with emotional authority, you're going to want to like take it through that wave. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. You guys got it? Kind of. So, so when you're, so let's say you're, you're doing a reading. Mm -hmm. So you, you get their birth chart, Mm -hmm. you run it through this like website. So anyone can go on to the Jovian archive website. Yeah. Jovian archive, mybodygraph.com. Those are good ones. Okay. And so that just like a natal chart, you know, it'll generate, you pop the stuff in, it comes out with your chart Yeah. and then now you'll take the chart. And so there's a few different things that pops out of there, mm-hmm. right? So there's the type. Yes. There's the way to respond. Yeah. So the type and the strategy are basically going to be the same thing. Like okay. the aura type like tells you what your strategy is. Okay. And then for some people, like for some generators, it's kind of almost the same thing because their authority is also that sacral center. Um, but, you know, typically there's going to be some kind of other layer on top of that to take into account. Like for you, you know, you're on a way to respond and then, you know, and for the big stuff, it's like, okay, am I going to take another job? Am I going to move to this apartment? You know, take that through your emotional wave. Sure. Right. Yes. Because I guess I'm curious to know, and it might be like very complex to explain, but like the sacral... Are, are you is it based on the the chakras and so like are you saying that the kind of or in yeah, this thing like the manifestor is based in like more of a sacral or like a root energy and that kind of comes out with that plan so I just I'm trying to figure out I know it's, it's where so, everything it's complicated I know yeah. but you know like what it's based on a million things right so it's well is this too hard to explain no you can edit no this definitely out. not <laughs> so with the generator basically um if you're a generator or a manifesting generator you're always going to have this sacral center so defined. what's like a projector so a projector everyone else like you don't have the sacral center and then you don't have a motor connected to the throat um and what about like a reflector a reflector doesn't have any definition at all like it'll have like gates activated so it'll have like little lines coming mm-hmm. out of those mm-hmm. centers but it's going to be all white centers so no consistent energy of... right so that's different than chakras because everyone well no according i know to the chakra system has a sacral center and well sure it's just that um the gates are like little energy centers 
Oh, we're overwhelmed. <laughs> no, this is good. So, okay, yeah, we probably could turn this into like a 10 hour glass. Um, <laughs> okay, so the centers, you have nine centers in your body graph. Great. And according to Ra, we did, um, I think it was like in 1781 or something, we did um, become a nine centered being versus a seven centered being. Okay. I don't think that means that um, the chakras no longer apply. Because, um, you know, I think we can all feel those energies within us sure um but you know now there's like a couple more layers to that so we have the nine centers which mostly correspond to the chakras mm -hmm. and is also um you know biological functions within our body and then in those centers we have um scattered around the 64 gates which correspond to the 64 energies described in the I Ching, mm -hmm. um, which is so uh. interesting to me also that like the I Ching is like one of the most ancient texts known to man. And then, you know, science has also discovered that there are like 64 codons of your DNA and it's like just all this stuff. It can keeps... get pretty wacky. Pretty wacky. Pretty yeah, wacky. Absolutely. Um, okay. Cool. So, so, that, so that's, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's so, very helpful for me. Okay, yeah. good. So we have <laughs> so, I'm Capricorn. So, I'm like, give me the D. Why? Give me the D. I would here. also guess you might have like a one in your profile somewhere. Okay, so we have these nine centers. We have sixty-four gates. What are what are there any other kind of numeric rubric? Um, sure, aspects? there are thirty-six channels that can okay. be activated within your chart. Like if um two harmonic gates um are activated by the planetary neutrinos as they code your body, um, then it really makes more like it's not like there's an actual like physical channel there. It's really more of like a quantum energetic that like pops out because you have these like gates kind of across from each other in these centers. Okay. Which again, like all of this is very hard to describe without no. like plenty of visuals. But um, well, I, I mean, it just it, I think it's really interesting because it sounds so much like it's found a way to combine so much of chakra stuff, astrology, and then a lot of like esoteric quantum. Oh my god, yes, right? yeah. So, Super and it's really interesting because I found I've been reading this esoteric acupuncture book. Oh, yeah. And it talks a lot about just the different um, acupuncture points and that correlating to like opening up these energetic centers that correlate to like your blueprint and your kind of astral planes and different like energy centers. Amazing. So it's not it's not too complicated. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's it is making sense. I think okay, it's great. just very complicated, it is and so complicated. I'm trying to like break like, it down for yeah. people because yeah. I think what we're doing is we're like we're like going like up and like seeing large, kind of a larger perspective, and then we're diving really deep into something. So totally. I'm trying to like. Well, I think the explaining the kind of just basic nine centers, sixty four, yes. like that. That for me was the money moment okay cool yeah. so nine centers 64 gates 36 channels, channels. yeah 36 chambers it's like wu-tang um is there anything else like yes you're doing a then, really good job yeah you're doing great this. don't i i know it's overwhelming because it's a lot you know it's explaining a mass instead of an individual yeah chart, yeah it's definitely complex kind of a little bit of a different yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah. um 
So then you were you're then I I was like, is there other stuff? She said yes. It's very complicated. And then you looked very overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like where like you know do I need to go there or is that gonna like complicate it too much? Um, but I mean that's really, you know that's the gist. Like right. that's the big stuff. Yeah. Um, and and in terms of like how all of these things. It was so great to hear, like, that, you know, the 64 gates, that's how it relates to the I Ching system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then I guess the nine centers is relatively related to the chakra. Chakra system, yes. Yeah, system. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, what are the two additional chakras that we gained in 1791? So, um, well, I could just go over all of the centers, if that would be helpful. Um, Is it similar to the chakra? it, It kind of is. Yeah, it's very similar. Um, but they're kind of like labeled differently. Okay. Um, like, Go for you know, it. we have a. Um, yeah. I sure. always cut sure. this out. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Don't do it. I think there's just a lot we want to talk about. Oh, so totally. But, but yeah, if you think that's going to be helpful, because I think. I think it's super helpful yeah. because you can like look at your chart and like pull it up and, you know, wherever you see like a white area or a colored in area, like you can definitely, you know, get a really good idea of, you know, just your energetics just based on that, like without even knowing like the gates or the channels, like what they actually are. Right. Um, so basically we have, we have two pressure centers. We have our crown and our root center and the crown is like mental pressure to figure shit out. And the root center is physical pressure to get shit done. And it's more of like adrenalized pressure. Like it's definitely, um, you know, if you're like constantly stressing out your system, trying to get things done like faster and faster and faster, you're going to get adrenal fatigue. You're going to burn yourself out. Um, So really just like understanding that if you have the center open, like, you know, feel the energy kind of like flow through you, but don't necessarily let it move your body Mm -hmm. um, without tuning into your strategy and your authority. You know, you kind of be like, okay, I feel like everyone else is like energy amplifying this like need to get everything done within me. It's like, oh my God, I got to reply to all these emails like within 10 minutes of receiving them or, you know, like just asking yourself, like, does does that actually need to happen? Is that actually important? Or am I just rushing to get something done? Whereas like immediately something is going to rush to fill its place. and then if you have that center defined, you want to make sure you're kind of like letting else, letting everyone else go at their own pace. Um, and then as far as this mental pressure center, your crown, it's like the top triangle in the chart. Um, if you have that defined, like that's great. Um, you know, you have a really powerful mind, but like not letting your mind push your body around Mm -hmm. and really again tuning into your body and then if it's open just knowing that like um this pressure to like figure stuff out is kind of not what you're here to do which of course we all are trained to do this like from birth basically but um you know thinking about things that like don't matter is a big one um Mm -hmm. and just like even releasing the pressure on yourself to even know what the question is like much less the answer so, um, questions about that? Did you no. inhale? Okay, you good? So those no. are the, the those that's are two. root and head. Yes, opposite though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then what <laughs> <Yeah>. else? <laughs> and then um, we have three awareness centers. So we have the splenic center, which is like 
this very primitive survival awareness, like the kind of awareness where you're like walking along a trail and you know, you see, well, actually you don't see, you just like jump in the air and like, then you notice the snake on the ground, but your body has reacted before your mind even has any idea what's going on. Mm. So it's like kind of having this innate sense of safety and well-being in your environment if you have that center colored in. And if it's open, um, you know, you might not have quite as solid of like, you know, maybe you don't want to like climb the giant rocks by the ocean because you're afraid you're going to fall in, even though like clearly you're not. It's just sort of this little fear you have. Um, a little fear of death. Yes, a little bit of a <laughs> mild fear of death um, and safety. And and if if it is open, you know, flying on a plane is always really fun because you're just like <laughs> taking in everyone's energy. Um holding on to things that aren't good for you are a big one with this center, like kind of as a safety blanket, especially a person with a defined spleen um, can feel like very like solid and safe. Like even if they're like a total asshole, potentially. Hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. It's great. So, I know. Amazing. <laughs> so that's the splenic center. It's like, you know, the survival intuitive awareness. And then we have our Ajna center, which is our mind and um that's more like intellectual awareness of like the past present future um fuels anxiety um so again if it's open like you don't have to know the answer you're not here to know the answer you know you actually are here to have like a wide open mind if you have the center open you automatically also have an open crown mm-hmm. so like really embracing your open mind embracing the fact that you can see things from every angle from all sides even someone whose opinions you don't agree with, like you potentially have the ability to see, um, you know, like, okay, I think that they're totally wrong, but I can also see where they're coming from, which okay. is like a really beautiful quality yeah. to have. Um, whereas I thought if, so. I was yeah. just looking at my own chart. <laughs> I was like, so yeah, you don't need to like okay. get involved, you know, in like Facebook debates. Like you can just kind of like. Nope, don't do that. Nope, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I you. Um, so, okay, so those are two of the three. Yeah, and then the third is the solar plexus center, which is the emotional wave, which is your emotional authority. So um, if you have that defined, it means you kind of do create your own emotional fa- wave regardless of what's going on in the world around you. Like, again, you know, just waking up, feeling one way or the other and really like letting yourself kind of ride that wave um, and cultivating like a deeper stillness, like underneath mm-hmm. like the turbulence on the surface. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, whereas someone who does not have that center defined is going to be more of an, an even keel and like affected by things coming in from the outside world, mm. like making them happy or sad. Okay. And that certainly doesn't mean that they're not emotional, just that in general, um, you know, they're not like, they don't just wake up sad for no reason or happy for no reason. Okay. Um, and so there's a throat center which is the center of communication, expression, manifestation. And um, if you have that center open, it's going to be really good to like not plan out what you're going to say. Like if you have to make a speech or a toast, you know, just like letting yourself kind of like pop out with whatever needs to pop out in the moment is going to be really good. Um, not worrying about like trying to get attention um, and just accepting that like, you know, being who you are or waiting for that invitation to speak, even if it's like an energetic invitation, like, okay, like now I feel like as the time is right. And then mm-hmm. you just kind of like pop out with something, but not letting yourself like over 
think that. Okay. Um, and there are actually kind of like two heart centers. There's your G huh. center, which is your spiritual heart center of love and direction and purpose. Selena's nodding her head. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Is this related to I Ching at all? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were nodding yeah, no. your head in, in like, like acknowledgement. Oh, yeah, here we go. I mean, I'm not, I'm saying. Oh, this, oh this, I thought but... like you knew. No. So it does have a couple of, (laughs) so that each, like within all of these centers, you'll see these like little numbers and those numbers are basically the ones that correspond to the I Ching. Um, So they all contain, like the I Ching's like that energy is throughout everyone's chart basically. Okay. Um, So the G center, it's going to be that like yellow or white diamond in the middle of your chart. And if that is open, then it means you can potentially like want to search for your sense of love or purpose and direction rather than trusting and surrendering that it will come to you. Like mm-hmm. it's more, it can feel more like a struggle. So um, the key for that one is really to tune into your environment and your community and really making sure that like you feel comfortable, like places that you exist in consistently like your apartment your job um are you hanging out with people that make you feel like the best version of yourself and not trying to like struggle to fit in somewhere that like doesn't really feel that great to you but maybe like your ego is like oh but like you know you want to be part of like this cool gang but if like they don't make you feel good like fuck it yeah um and i mean i think everyone can be a little bit susceptible to like all of these like you know yeah. lower and higher expressions yeah. of each center but um I think it can be you know more intense if you have this like open center you're really like amplifying all of that pressure right um so by being in the right community in the right environment like where you do feel really comfortable that's kind of like where everything's gonna find you mm-hmm. and um you're other heart center is your center of it's more your physical heart versus your spiritual heart and it's like the center of ego and drive and willpower and you know on the positive side of this it's like the drive and the competition to like like the space race you know being the first to land on the moon um or who's tanned in arizona was the tannest (laughs) who's the tannest i'm saying is yeah yeah, anyway we I went to the beach yesterday. And I'm jealous. It's it a glow. Oh, I was like, what are you yeah. talking about? Okay, cool. Now you're part of the conversation. So, yeah, maybe you have okay. an open ego center and you're, like, really feeling this, like, sense that, of competition. Yeah. Was that seven? That's... How many? Is that, ever, is that, that everyone? All? No. I think I'm missing one. I think we have one more besides the ego center. Yeah, one more. The sacral? Um, yeah, we haven't done the sacral center yet. Okay. Okay. So if you have the open ego center, I feel like this is maybe one of like the biggest conditioning centers. Like you just want to make sure you're not like competing to prove yourself. Um, You can just kind of like sit back and enjoy the show and not try and like overcommit to things that you actually don't really want to do. Okay. Um, And then there is the sacral center, which is the generator motor. So if you have this defined, you're automatically a generator. And um, you really do have the ability to kind of like wake up every day with this like full battery. And really your job throughout the day is to respond to the world around you, do energy that really lights you up, that excites you. And you kind of go to bed at the end of the day, like 
you, you just like exhausted, not exhausted in a bad way. Mm -hmm. um, don't overdo it, but um, yeah, feeling really satisfied about what mm -hmm. you accomplished. And if you don't have this defined, which is like about 30% of people, um, you're taking on this energy, which can feel really good for a minute, but then you kind of like don't know when to let it go and you kind of keep going and going. It's another um, potential area of burnout. Mm -hmm. Okay. So really, you know, as a projector, like that was huge for me where I was constantly, like, I have an open ego center and I have an open sacral center and I was constantly like, oh my God, what else can I do today to like prove that I am a worthy jewelry person mm -hmm. and, you know, mm -hmm. it was a nightmare. So allowing yourself to rest, um, not doing is often better than doing and just kind of like surrendering to your own so process. So hmm. when you found this modality and this system and then it resonated with you a lot, so does that mean that like exactly what you're saying, like you decided to like take time to rest and like nurture yourself because yeah, totally. you learned this aspect was I'm a projector I uh, you know yeah yeah that I can't take a lot on exactly I yeah. mean that definitely gave me permission to kind of be the way that felt good for me instead yeah. of yeah. like pushing doing um, what you thought mm -hmm. you needed to do I was also my hobby was trail running and I moved to Missoula and was suddenly surrounded by like world class like ultra runners like people who just like kill it in the mountains like yeah so um like it was really fun like running with them for just a second and trying to keep up with them I mean and I'm talking about like uh, my like hard day was their easy day so I like was <laughs> definitely like not you know like yeah. part of the pack um but I was exhausted all the time, like completely fried. Right. I actually can't run anymore because I overdid it so hard. Um, but yeah, I totally lost my train of thought, honestly. <laughs> um, uh -oh. Talking about how you use this in a, in like your, you oh, use yeah. this in your life, Yeah. Right? Previously, if I felt really fatigued, I would be like, okay, well, obviously that means I need to like train harder and like condition my body and yeah. you know then learning about all of this it was like no you're like you need to rest yeah you're burning yourself out it's so interesting yeah. yeah i think it's cool that well what i like about all of these modalities and we had we've talked about this before but like and you had mentioned it um as well in terms of like waking up and like being on an emotional wave mm -hmm. and instead of um, kind of internalizing it, like, oh, I'm sad. Oh, right. there's something wrong with me. I'm sad. Right. I'm, I'm sad. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Like taking these modalities and being like, oh, that's just like kind of the energetic pattern that I, you know, I'm susceptible to or whatever. Right. Exactly. Um, and like de, you know, externalizing it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a really beautiful awareness I think we can you can just like lean into it accept it um it really is all about um like when I say it's an emerging it's actually an emerging awareness center it's not quite there yet but um it's all about like spirit awareness um because if you think about like spirituality it's not like an intuitive survival awareness like the spleen or like an intellectual knowing like in the ajna it's really like feeling so that's kind of what the solar plexus is about and if you have that defined you're kind of here to like you know start bringing that energy into the world right yeah hmm. i mean cool. everyone is honestly but right um, you know 
like viewing the world through this emotional lens constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And hmm. so you and you now you've been doing readings. Yes. Yeah, I love it. It's great. It's like it feels so good um, compared to. I mean, again, I still I love the jewelry that I make, but I like can't I can't do it anymore. Right. Um, so yeah. and this actually feels really good. It feels really aligned. It's just like me and someone else, and that's it. Yeah. You know, there's no like million components to deal with, or yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's wow. pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Well, there's so much more. <laughs> I mean, what time are we at? We're at fifty. Mm. Um, there's so much more I would love to learn. Um, how can people learn more? Do you have like a website? Wow. I do, do you have, have a website. It's um, laurelhillworkshop.com. And cool. same on Instagram. And um, you can look up your chart at mybodygraph.com. And if you're super interested, I do recommend getting that main book by Ra Uruhu. It is like a textbook, so it's like 50 bucks. Um, I don't necessarily recommend going straight to his lectures just because, I mean, he's like an amazing genius. But the way he speaks about it is like very... It's like mm. not the easiest way. Inside way to, baseball. Yeah, or... like it's not, <laughs> it's not super digestible for someone brand new to the system. Um, I do really love like Jenna Zoe's stuff and Erin Claire Jones is really good and she's okay. here in New York. Um, but yeah, those are those are the people that I would check out. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll link that up. Well, this has been I <laughs> I feel like some people are gonna be like, "What?" I know it's not on you, though. No, I think no, it's no, it's no. it's the human design system. I think is just super complicated. Super complicated, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it it sounds like it's you know like a a lifelong learning. Um, well, yes. I mean, it really is all about like the moment you enter the experiment of like paying attention to your strategy and your authority. Like that's kind of like when it begins yeah. so i mean you can you know you can start start today yeah but that's yeah. that's really it that's all you need to master i mean it's an exploration of self totally right yeah and the map so it's kind of i think it's wild it is wild it's cool though yes yeah ah. well well i in terms of like a daily practice <laughs> the one thing i was thinking of was just like look at your chart Check it out if you're interested. I mean, obviously, if you're not interested, don't. But um, <laughs> if you are, check it out and um, check out those resources that Laurel recommended. Yeah, get a reading with her. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, you're exactly. welcome. Do you do it Love. over the phone? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Zoom. So you get like a recording of it afterwards. So you can there you go. Back to. Give her a shout. Give Laurel a shout. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It's lovely. All right. <sighs> All right. See you on the next cast. Bye. Bye. Bye.